We have a new guest here. Damn near one of the biggest ones we had so far. If you want to get crispy, dude, just look at our boy Andrew. Let's give him a round of applause, baby. What up, what up, what up? So I mentioned you were a barber, and thanks for being here, bro. Absolutely, thanks for having me, man. Of course, it means a lot. So what made you want to become a barber? So the journey for myself, um, where I'm at today as a barber. Um, Do you mind putting the mic a little closer? You can move it too. Oh gosh, is this how it works? My bad, bro. So, uh, yes. so the journey of uh, how I became a barber is actually my mother is actually, or was, a barber. She's retired now. She oh. kind of paid the way for me. She, oh, really? Uh, yeah, she owned a barbershop in, uh, in downtown Roseville called Star Barbershop. Star Barbershop? Yeah. So like second generation kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Okay. This was like when haircuts were like $6.99. Oh. <laughs> Dude, yeah. that's crazy. A long time ago. Yeah, that's actually the first shop I, I actually worked at. And she kind of like, you know, took me under her wing. And um, be- I became her apprentice. And then, um, you know, she just guided me through my whole process and my whole journey so oh okay just like cutting out the garage and like me just always having like this this like idea of like swab swab the, the word swab just kept like popping in my head and i finally okay. looked it up and i'm like dude that's actually a pretty dope meeting so i went by the swab barber and then when i got the op- opportunity to open my own shop i just kind of rolled with it and then that's swab barbershop Okay. Yes, sir. That's a hella dope story. Usually, um, being Asian and all, um, I honestly thought that it was like a different story, you feel me? <laughs> yeah, but that's dope to see uh, you following a, a parent. So, is your mom, like, is there a difference between a stylist and a barber? Um, yes and no, I guess. Like, really? I think, my opinion, a stylist is more like... Um, a stylist, you know, you show them, you show them a picture or you give them an idea and they, they really kind of mold your look to that style compared mm-hmm. to like, um, and they do a lot more like sheer work, you know, as far as barbers, we're able to use like open blades, razors, and yeah. like more, more like clipper work. Um, I don't know if you guys ever seen the difference from like a stylist haircut and how they use a clipper compared to how like, we use clippers. It's like going to them <laughs> instead of great clips. <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> Our friend Jerome went to Great Clips for a long time. Finally got him out of that. You, you can never get a fade from Great Clips, no wow. shade. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's a cool story, man. So um, how did you start bar- barbering in general? Because correct my history if I'm wrong, but didn't you used to work for a Rose Barbershop before as well? Yeah. yeah how was yeah. that? Um, dude, actually working at the Rose Barbershop was actually a blessing. Really? And, um, I had a great, great, great owner, Paulo. I think he used to cut you. Shout out Paulo. Yeah, shout out Paulo. And you too, huh? Yeah, when I was going yeah. through my, um, my apprentice program, um, he, actually, he actually called me up and then like, hit me up. was like, hey, man, I'm opening a shop. I'm trying to build a crew. So I hopped on that as soon as I got my L's. And then um, it was a great work environment, man. That, that shop's actually really dope, like thriving till this day. And so, yeah, shout out to Rose Barbershop, man, for mm-hmm. uh, putting me on. And, you know, they're part of my journey where I'm at today, for sure. But, um, yeah, as soon as I, um, I was there for, like, about eight months, maybe. Eight and then, months? Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, I found the opportunity to open my own shop. I just couldn't pass that up. You know what I mean? So, I just took that. 
and kind of just went my own my own route and uh, be, became the Swab Barbershop. Okay, so was it barber school? Then you kind of interned for Rose itself. Um, no. So actually, the the program that I went through, there's two different programs. There's uh, there's barber school, and then there's barber apprentice program. Okay. So the barber school is like more textbook style. It's mm-hmm. super more expensive. You're barely cutting hair. Um, I don't know if you ever heard the story of like people just showing up to like barber colleges or like cosmetologists like schools and just getting like five dollar haircuts oh, by yeah. just these students you know and you might get what you want and you might not compared to a barber apprentice program where um you pretty much have to be employed by a barbershop right okay. and then you someone takes you under their wing and then you're actually cutting like real clients like people that come in and you know walk through that door and you just take all the walk-ins and stuff like that or you know if you're you're nice like that you can take appointments too, or you just have your own clientele. But you actually like accumulate your hours through the shop. You go to school once a week, a lot more inexpensive route, but it's more like okay. hands-on, super more like hands-on, yeah. I feel like you learn more like that though. Yeah, you're pretty much just like, it's like a paid internship. Yeah, yeah. Compared yeah, to yeah. being in school and you're just like reading textbooks because the school route is just pretty much just getting you ready to take the state board exam compared to the apprentice programs like really getting you prepared for the real deal atmosphere of when you get your license and stuff like that. Damn. If that makes sense. I feel it. So were you like always confident in cutting hair? Cause you mentioned that you had no. an upbringing with your mom. <laughs> really? Nah, man, it's actually pretty, um, pretty nerve wracking when you first start out, man. It's like, you get a lot of anxiety cause you know, you don't want to fuck up someone's hair, man. Like they got to wear that for like two, three weeks to a month. You know? I would cry. Yeah. Dude, that's an L bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Like messing up someone's hair, I can really make or break someone's relationship for, like, <laughs> or maybe even have that client even fight you, man. Like, has that ever happened? To you? <laughs> <laughs> Pushes someone's hair back, man. Someone get really pissed off, but, but um, yeah. maybe in like my earlier, my earlier stages of my career, like you know, just I didn't really take on haircuts that I knew I, I wouldn't be able to do. I would let them know like right away, like I can't really do that or I can't do that, you know. But I can do this, you know what I mean. I know it sounds like pretty bad nowadays. A lot of a lot of barbers will just take whatever they can, but for me, it's like I'd rather be truthful. You know what I mean? And and yeah. let you know that I can't deliver the haircut that you're looking for. But um, you know, it's all about just repetition, man. Just getting the reps in, because eventually you'll start to see hair differently, and then um, and really just get your groove and see your technique and how how the clippers work in your hand. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's uh, kind of nice that you have that self awareness. You know, I think that's more of a a good positive trait because honestly with a barber i'd rather have you tell me straight up that you know <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not too sure about this one so yeah. i'm gonna let you know now versus some dude is like yeah i can do that and then they do some cut and you're like whoa this is like not and they give you a reverse mohawk or something <laughs> yeah, exactly you know, something crazy <laughs> i'd rather but. give you something similar to what you're looking for and i can deliver it how i can do it compared to trying to do manipulate or like do a cut that you showed me and i can't do it and it's like you just totally hate it. Yeah, yeah I feel yeah, it. Yeah. You didn't, because me and Austin were talking, like, you and the Suave crew, and Kyle talked about this too, you guys are, like, the first barbers to actually have a interview. Like, like I remember your first cut, you were like, do you like it like that? I'm like, yeah, you like it like that? Yeah. And you did that with, like, every step. You, you guys know? take the time to, like, learn your client's hair yeah. and like how it flows and everything yeah i'm very particular about my hair yeah yeah and like jacob at your barber shop 
like was a f- is the first one that I've stuck with this long. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it speaks volumes. That that client centered care. Type, yeah. Type yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. yeah dude. <laughs> care cuts are all kind of like you'll have people who like you have the same go to cuts, but then yeah, every person's has different. You know, so that you got to kind of individualize it a little bit. I do have a question too. I kind of want to take it back because um, you know how you said you kind of walked into it because your mom um, was like doing the whole barbering gig. Is that something? Is Was there like a certain time where you thought, you know, I want to do this for sure? Or was it kind of more of like a natural progression because, you know, you grew up around that and that's kind of what your mom did. So you felt like naturally that's kind of where you were going to want to go into. Man, growing up into it was like, it was kind of like my mom kind of wanted me to do it, you know, as mm-hmm. like a backup plan. Because once you get your license, man, like you, you just get your license and you just pay like a yearly fee every two years. And then whatever you want to do in between that time, you can, you know, you can do. So, you know, I, uh, I thought about it and I went through the process, but then like I kind of journeyed off and tried different things, you know, mm-hmm. server, warehouse worker. And then um, I always just ended up coming back to being a barber. You know, and then um, it wasn't until like, man, I want to say about like five, six years ago until I really found that passion, that drive, like right before I opened the, the barbershop. And then, um, you know, because life hits you, you know, like yeah. things, things come up and like, you know, and and like takes you off the path that you want to go. And and I can really say like till this day, like right now, currently, like I really found my drive. I really love how everything is going. I love the barbershop. I love the crew. And so, yeah, man, it's it's definitely a journey for sure. I feel yeah, it. Everyone has his own journey, but it's definitely been a, a journey for sure. All right, dude. As a barber, do you feel like um, do you feel like this therapist that makes people look good? Oh man, <laughs> therapist. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Did, do you ever like give some advice to those youngins in the chair or something? I try to do my best. You know what I mean? Because like. I'm all ears most of the time, you know, I'm, I'm asking the questions and I'm listening and I, as I'm cutting and, you know, I try to like give feedback to where like it kind of like relates to or whatever I've gone through, you know, I, like life experience. I try to like, you know, educate or um, the, the younger generation or just anybody really on um, on just like just my past experiences and see if I can kind of give them some kind of uh, some kind of, uh, you know, advice. But yeah, I try to do my best, you know, I, I try not to sway somebody in a direction, Oh yeah. you know, tell somebody to do something that I've never done before, you know what I mean? Because I can't really, I don't, I've never experienced that. If someone gives me like a crazy, crazy like question, I'm just <laughs> like, like, Hey, you try a Tide Pod yet? Yeah, <laughs> you should try. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, I try to like, you know, give the best advice I can off of like my past experiences, you know what I mean? So like the best i can i know a lot of people are really really talkative sometimes when getting a haircut i'm not like that (laughs) i just like to pretty much take a nap but do you have like a crazy crazy story that someone was telling you while they were getting cut like what was the weirdest or craziest thing you've heard from a client while you're just giving them a haircut (laughs) all right i bet you have a lot (laughs) (laughs) what's the first one that comes to mind man i guess the first one that comes to mind is I had this client come in first time cutting him too, and um, I say, like, "Hey man, what's going on? Um, you got somewhere to go, you know? Because you know you're doing the whole work. So you're doing the haircut, yeah. and you're doing the beard." And he's like, "Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go to a party. I'm going to a party this weekend." And um, you know, he starts. We get in like into conversation about his wife, and he's got kids and stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, I was like, 
So what's going on? He said, man, I shouldn't really be telling you this, but I'm going to a swingers party. <laughs> and at that time, you know, I, I didn't know what that meant. So oh. it's like, just, I'm like, yeah, that, I'm like, yeah, that's what's up. You know? <laughs> and, Me too, bro. <laughs> and, so See you like, there? and I was like, you know, so, totally cool about it because I didn't even know what the hell a swingers party was. You know what I mean? Like, oh, Lord. And so like, after I got done cutting him, like, go to the back and talk to one of my other barbers. I'm like, hey, bro, what's a swingers party? <laughs> and he's like, is that what your client just told you? He's like, he's about to. I'm like, I was like, dang, this whole time. Yeah, I, think I had no clue. Just couples just <laughs> fucking each other. God, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. I know, dude. I was like, yeah. after I knew what it meant afterwards, I, it, I, it was just on my mind the whole time. I'm like, damn, what the fuck? I, this whole time, I'm just like, yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. Took this party. <laughs> that's cool. what I was saying. What's up? That's cool, dude. That's oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So that's honestly the craziest. I, I always talk about this story because it, it's, it's, it's so I bad. just never had. That's a clip right there. <laughs> so, like. Find the picture on Google. <laughs> oh, I'm not. Um, as a barber, are, are there certain manners that you would prefer be done? Like as, barber etiquette. As for like. For the clients or for like the, the barber itself? I guess both ways. Cool. Can I have your. How was it uh, seeing Aaron hop around your whole shop? Damn, you <laughs> dropped him. I was just going to ask, so like, what do you oh, think of barber so hoppers? Because that's etiquette right there, right? <laughs> it's um, funny because Aaron's like the one guy that would do that because he's like the most oblivious person ever. He's like, <laughs> oh, they, wait, what? Like, oh, he's that guys, guy. He's that you, barber. Do man. you guys give them like the side eye? <laughs> to be honest. Or do you all. Do you care? Me personally, I don't care. To me, I feel like I think it's I don't care because it's my shop, right? Okay. So it's like okay. I'd rather. I think it's cool that um, you, you are trying out other barbers because there's going to be days where Jacob's not available or I'm not yeah. available, yeah. and I want you to be able to still walk sure. in through the door and feel comfortable getting cut by someone else mm. in the barbershop instead of you going to like a different barbershop. Oh hell no! I wouldn't. You know oh I mean? yeah, I'd rather have you know. In the same yeah, shop, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so for me, it doesn't, yeah. I, it doesn't really bother me. But you know, I can't really speak on any other barbers. You know what I mean? That makes sense, though, since you own the place. I guess that yeah, makes everyone, sense. And everyone's, you know, yeah, we rocking with everybody. So. I would still feel guilty yeah. though, like I <laughs> as a client. Yeah, weird. as a client, I, I can see, I can see that. But like a lot of those barbers that like really trip about like other clients going to other barbers in the same shop, it's more like an ego thing, mm. right? Mm -hmm. It's like. It's like, man, it's like, you just cheated on me, blase, blase. But it's like, dude, if you're a busy barber and you're you're a good barber and you're a busy barber, that's that's actually a good thing. You know what I mean? But, um, because, yeah. you know, people have got lives. People got things to do. Yeah. Say if your book, like, four months out or, like, three weeks out, you know, yeah. like, you ain't going to wait that long if you really yeah, need yeah, to go yeah. do yeah. something. You so know what I mean? have, have you ever had, like, let's say, have you ever had a situation where someone usually gets cut by someone else in your shop or something? And then they go to you because that person's not available. And then the other barber gets mad at you for like, hey, that was my client. Even if it wasn't in your shop right now, like maybe in the past. Before, yes. Yeah. Yeah, before, yes. But, but right now, like I said, like, it, doesn't shop, really, so. it doesn't really bother me. To me, it's actually when I have to cut someone else's client, it's actually kind of like nerve wracking. Like, because uh. you're trying to deliver the cut the same way that person delivered yeah. for you you know what i mean so it's like you kind of 
with me, at least for me, I like I like to observe everything. You know, every client that walks in and out, I usually try to say hi and bye, right? And I'm always like looking at like, oh, damn, that's a nice, nice haircut. So I'm, I try to observe, right? So just in case that that moment does come where I gotta cut you, right? And Jacob's mm-hmm. not available. Yeah, I can have already an idea of what you like and the style <laughs> that you already like. You know what I mean? And yeah, I, yeah. I have to just try to deliver the same haircut like Jacob the best I can. You know what I mean? Of course, it's not going to be the way he does it, but you know yeah. I, I'm going to do it the way I do it, but in the same style. Try to do it as close as I can. You know sure. what I mean? Damn, that's just me. Just be more like observant. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Do you um like how does hiring a barber happen? Because like I don't know if you met Jacob and Jamar and etc. through barbering or were you like homies prior? So I didn't know Jacob or Jomar at all before um before I opened the shop. So Jomar actually just hit me up on Instagram and then uh, literally like a month after I opened the shop, right? I was like, hey, I'm going through complications at this, this other shop. And then um, he just wants to, he was an apprentice at the time. You okay. know, so he needed a place to work <laughs> and I shopped the cut at. And um, my cousin, Tony, he, uh, he actually owns a barbershop in Auburn. Okay. And it's called Tone's Barbershop, if you're ever in Auburn. Um, he told him to come my way, you know, it's a few other barbers kind of like told me about him too. And um, I had a homie uh, vouch for him, you know, okay. and I just, I kind of just like had him come in and sit down and have an interview with me. It's not really about the haircuts, you know, <clears throat> I feel like anybody can cut hair and then the more reps you get in and the atmosphere that you're in, it's going to make you a better barber. It's all about like your vibe, man. Like you gotta, you gotta pass the vibe check for me. You know what I mean? Cause if you can't match the same vibe I have, the personality wise, it's like just being in a room and like, you can't really, it's just like being awkward with someone, you know? Yeah, it's like, all day, every yeah, day. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I mean? I can BS with you, say certain things, you know what I mean? And like, and you can do the same, you know? And I wanna be able to have that relationship. It's like a brotherhood. I'm trying to build more of like a brotherhood instead of just like, cool. here's a station, give me your money. You can just cut, do whatever you want. It's like, yeah. I wanna be, be like family. That brings up, Another question I had as far as like how you run, how does a barbershop ran? Like, are they an employee of yours? Do they work independently and pay you a fee for using part of your space? How does that all work? So um, I actually just booth rent. Okay. Yeah, I have, a, I have a rate that I have all the barbers pay a month. And I have guidelines, like shop guidelines that I want, you know, to abide by, like, shop hours, side work and stuff like that. But as far as like, mm-hmm. as far as like everyone else is, everyone's kind of like freelance, man. Everyone gets sure. the freedom to kind of, you know, do what they want, price how they want, you know what I mean? Unless it's like, I'm charging 40 and this person's charging 100. Then we're like, well, dude, we gotta, we need to talk about this. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> then I'm going to the other one. But yeah, man, it's just, I just kind of let everyone kind of do their own thing. I mean, like I said, man, I, it's all about the vibe. When I bring someone in, you know, I got to be able to trust you. So it's like, if you're, you know, if I can trust you, then don't give me a reason to not trust you, you know, and you can make your own hours. You can come in early, you can leave early, you can come in late, you know, you can stay late. But it's like, if you're not there, you're not making money. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. you already paid your booth rent, you know what I mean? So it's like, you're only hurting yourself if you're not in the shop cutting. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. kind of the way I look at it. But, you know, everyone has lives. They got things they got to do. So I don't usually try to manage that, that whole time, that time thing on, on everybody. But, you know, I just have like certain things that I, I would like people to do. Like, you know, if you're not busy, you're just waiting for like your next client, like, like an hour later, 
or an hour till your next client. You could just go fold some towels or something or take out some trash. But other than that, just like super simple, just shop etiquette. You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn, yeah. that's a chill culture. Yeah, I was about to say because um, I think one of the, the when I think about the going to the shop, then one of the first things I think like the vibes are. I'm like, yo, like the boys. And you go in there, it's like the yeah. Boys. It could be because we're all Asian, low key, or most of us Asian. <laughs> but when you get there, it's like you know the boys are here we're chilling. It's like you can kind of relax and like chill. I I do think you guys have pretty good vibes over there. Um, I got two questions. One, uh, so before you started running your own shop, how many other shops were you working at? Or I've only worked at the Rose and then Rose. my mom's barbershop okay. back in the day. Yeah. So what would you say, like, what are some pros you feel like of just, like, working at a shop? And then what are now more benefits that you see now that you run the whole thing? Because I feel like, you know, when you're your own boss, it's kind of different. It comes with more responsibilities. But at the same time, you know, like, you don't really have to a, a certain person to answer up to, you know? I guess it's more of, like, creating my own vibe. Because when you work for someone else, you know, like, you kind of have to mold into the, their vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um sometimes it doesn't always fit your personality at least like with me it's like i get to create my own vibe i get to be myself and then everyone else that works there get to be themselves too that's the kind of environment that i like to create you know what i mean i don't like to micromanage i just want people to be themselves you know what i mean because instead of just trying to be someone they're not you know yeah that's cool i can appreciate that yeah what kind of culture do you want to create with suave because like i know like it's different from a great clips. I remember when I hit puberty, I was like, man, I have to go to a barber. The next thing I do <laughs> is I go to First a barber and I, I, I get scared. But I feel like barbershops can toughen you up. So like, what, what kind of culture? Because people in great clips don't cuss. Loki found barbershops really intimidating for a long yeah. time. Like, people they, in great clips don't cuss, dude. <laughs> but like I didn't know that. Shop, there's I didn't no know filter that's good to know yeah um the culture that i'm trying to build with um swap barbershop is um just the confidence man just i want people to leave like with confidence and um just feel good you know what i mean because a haircut can go a long way you know what i mean it's like makeup you ever been <laughs> you ever felt like hella depressed and like you just hated life and you didn't want to wake up and then you got a haircut and you, all of a sudden you're like Yep. I'm going to Target for no reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you ever find yourself not feeling good enough physically, you know? Are you ever depressed that you can't get that girl that you want or that guy that you want? Well, this is good news for you. Go to Suave Barbershop. Good cuts, good vibes, you know? They're like aesthetic lawnmowers for your hair. And who, who wouldn't want some, some guy making you look, you know, A+. This is the first attempted advertisement because I believe in their haircuts. They probably had a bachelor's in looking good and making people look good. I need a haircut badly. So I'm going to schedule an appointment soon. They cut all of my homies hair. Me. Kyle. The, ho the co-host of this podcast, my boy Austin, Gian, Mark, Oliver, the barber ho Aaron, Suave Barbershop is, you know, or Suave, it's a solid place to get you cut, it'll make you get a bitch for, for all I care, so yeah, enjoy this little montage and I'm gonna put the link below and enjoy whatever they're talking about.
So do you, do you feel like you've been responsible for some relationships? Has anyone come up to you and say, hey, because of this haircut, I got this job or I got this girl or whatever? Um, mainly like the job part. The job part, you know, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's more like yeah. the job part. Yeah, I had like a few clients come in like, yo, I got an, inter- I got an interview. I need to look good for this, you know? And I've, I've given like a handful of clients like, hey, man, you get this job, man, because of this haircut, like... The next Give me a fat tip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, dude, I was able to smash. I'm like, if, if you're able to kill this interview, man, like, uh, the next cut's on me, man. Just like as a like a congratulations Aye. kind of thing. Hey, I'm sure I got a lot of clients from my hair. <laughs> You've been selling like crazy, low key. Maybe it's the hair, man. It, it's it's the hair. Some say I go to the barbershop too many times. I see. I think every other week is needed for me because I see so two many. Weeks, two weeks is good. So many nah, people. Yeah. I, I see different, like a hundred different people every week. I'm like, you gotta yeah. look. You gotta look good. Your yeah, appearance yeah, yeah. is important. Your first impression is important. Absolutely. Thanks. Who cuts your hair? Is it Jacob or are you a self barber? Nah, man. I can't come on here at all, man. Really? I like just like Kyle. I like to kind of just like sit in the chair and I like the experience of getting a haircut. You know. I feel and you. I'm not gonna, if I cut my own hair, it's gonna be like two, three hours, and like, um, it's not gonna even come out the way I want it, uh, to be honest. But really? honestly, I kind of just so difficult. I'm just like Aaron. I kind of just yeah. hop around from barbers. Yeah, in my own barber shop. <laughs> well, you know that, that actually is good for you though, because like, if you only you get, get, get one cut from one person, then it like maybe you're playing favorites or something. <laughs> yeah, I kind of just go with like whoever's available. Yeah, you know what I mean, because. Okay. And it, it, it allows them to get their reps into, you know what I mean? And yeah, I wouldn't say I'm a picky customer, but I can be at times. I do want it a certain way, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's just kind of like polishing the rest of the barbers' skills, you know? And, and like I said, I like to treat myself every once in a while. And that's like me treating myself as yeah, one, yeah. one of the guys can kind of just like get me in a chair and get the hot <laughs> towel and lean back and get the razor done, you know what I mean? So if I, I could go every it. week, I could. Dude, I, I feel would. like I need a haircut like every week. Yeah, me too. Like, like right now, I feel like I need a haircut every three days. <laughs> I just love it. I like getting a fresh fade. Like in the minute I start to see it go away. You're looking like you need a, a haircut right now, man. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to schedule <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, you you know, you don't go every two weeks. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> at least every month. You know, I, I was actually tr- me and Austin were trying to bring you a bottle. Do you like oh, next shoot, Christmas? Yeah. Do you drink? Because like, what's your preferred bottle? I don't drink anymore. Really? You yeah. Like, do you get high? You I like do. I do. There we I, go. I do there medicate. There we go. I do medicate. So I will take some flowers. Okay. We'll but, keep that uh, in mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, I, I had a huge like lifestyle switch up recently. And um, mm. yeah, I don't drink anymore, man. The world's just a little better without Drew. Let's talk about drinking. that. What mm. made you want to switch? Was it health wise or was it like I can't get lit sober or something? So I might as well get used to it. I'm just trying to find a way to have fun and be comfortable in my skin without having to drink and stuff like that. Yeah, Honestly, (laughs) alcohol is, I mean, I get the hype sometimes, but it's not, it's not for everyone. Like for me, the Asian glow is no fun. Yeah. And I'm not even that Asian, (laughs) but it shows up when I drink and I don't know, it just, it was just more of like, um, just trying to stay focused, man. Like. It started affecting my work, you know, the times I come in and like the people around me and like my family and stuff, I kind of want to like cut that out 
you know what I mean? And since I cut it out, I've been going to the gym in the mornings and yeah. I come in earlier now and I, the quality of work and I like the passion of work is just elevated ever since I stopped like really? thinking, yeah, man, it's just like stay more productive. My conversations with my lady and my son are a lot better and just, and then, and the conversations, conversations with everyone else around me has been so much better too. I and feel I feel it. it. The energy has just been like amazing, man. I like I like love life right now, and I'm like so passionate with everything I do right now. So some good advice for those uh, for those drunkies out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But do you though? Do you? Don't let me. Or maybe don't do you. Maybe you need a. Maybe, <laughs> I never maybe, let, maybe, maybe this is your wake up call. Maybe you need a life change. Don't let what I'm doing. Entrepreneurs going through this, withdrawals bro. right now. <laughs> we all have our vices, man. Don't let whatever I'm doing affect what you're doing. You know what I mean? It just it or just again, me. maybe you shouldn't let it affect what you're doing. No, I respect that though because I hear I hear that a lot actually with when people like totally like kind of like legit just cut out alcohol because like. You know, it has its pros, you know, like, I feel like, because for me, mostly, I'm just like a social drinker, you know, for going out to a game or for hanging out, I'll drink a little bit. Yeah. But um, if you really feel like you're on a, a focus or set point in life where you're trying to make, get things done, you know, it's the same thing, like, if you're staying up late or if you're, like, um, spending countless time doing unnecessary things or you're drinking, you're not going to, like, party hard one night and wake up at four o'clock. It's, like, physically impossible. It's just not going to happen. So if you're really trying to make moves and get stuff done, you know, something like alcohol would be worthwhile sacrificing because, again, like the mental clarity and then there's the, the <coughs> straight up like nature to it. Like physically, you will not get up early to work out. You will like be both mentally and physically drained. It's just not happening. So you end up wasting half the day the next day too. you wake yeah. up like at a yeah. 10, 11, I'd, 12. Nothing gets me in a worse mood than yeah. waking up late knowing half the day is gone already. Sucks. I don't miss like getting hangovers and like just being a bit unproductive. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I mean, life's about balance, right? You got to find that balance. And like with me, I, I wake up at like 4 5 a.m. I go to the gym and then my first haircut is at 7 a.m. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Damn. I restructured Damn. my schedule to where I'm working at seven, but I'm off at four instead of nine to six. Okay. It's just okay. better balance for myself. Like my son right now, he's like, what, four years old? He's about to start school. I got him in baseball, soccer, and basketball. So it's like, wow. I want to be that dad where I can like still be productive with him and yeah, like yeah. demonstrate certain Very things. Involved. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, yeah, like involved. That's like. Cool. So it's like, for me, the sun doesn't sit till like, what, 8, 30, 9 o'clock. I can get yeah, off near, early, dude. and then I can still take him to the park and go to practice and stuff like that. It's a long day. My day's, I mean, yeah. already been super long. Yeah. But, like, it just it just works for me. You know what I mean? Just that, that life balance, the mental balance, you know what I mean? I think the payoff from that is, like, tenfold, too, because it's a long day. It's a busy day, but, like, the end of the end of that day is going to feel much better than, like, a day where you spend, like, half it hungover. You have like maybe three or four productive hours and you're back to it's oh, night yeah. already, you know? And you roll up a doobie and you go to sleep like a baby, dude. Yeah. <laughs> How do you balance life of being a barber versus being a dad? Because both can be busy, huh? Oh, yeah, dude. Full-time job as a dad. Two full-time jobs. Two full-time yeah. jobs. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, the balance is like having myself time. You know, me waking up early when everyone else is asleep in my house is like... That's really the only choice you have yeah, like at that time. point. Yeah, that's like Oops. my me time. That's like my meditation time where I get to like go to the gym, stretch. Have I got music in and going going to the gym in the morning. If people don't know, it's like the best freaking feeling. It's like the hardest thing to get on, but like once you're it there, is. it's like the vibe is so much different. You get you're yeah. just in a room or a gym with a bunch of people who don't really want to talk to you because it's like, dude, it's freaking five a.m. Don't talk to me. I'm just trying to work out, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like it's just more peaceful, and you have access to everything. 
compared to going like after out or like after five or whatever and it's just like mm-hmm. kids with backpacks all over the place just, i bet you feel like you have life together yeah. i've been going to the gym like seven it's the worst it's the worst time i go to the gym with jerome and i'm always complaining this fucking place is too small there's too many kids here <laughs> waiting hella long for this one machine it's dude i think there were annoying. kids playing tag in your gym one time there was these like a big group of filipino kids like blocking the the water dispenser thing can oh. fill up my hydro flask <laughs> <laughs> it was it was annoying i think one of them was my neighbor <laughs> call that so while uh, being a barber do you ever feel like you have burn burnout oh like burnout like just like damn i'm tired oh dude all the time well before yeah like when i was working like those regular hours and i was like you know still drinking and stuff like that it's like yeah, i bet back in the day or before <clears throat> i like just cut out alcohol completely it was like that last couple of hours last couple of haircuts would be like i'm gonna crack open a beer you know and that became a problem and like that would like be like my second wave my third wave of like i'm gonna crack over, crack open this beer and i'm gonna bang out these last two haircuts you know what i mean but it's like staying for me now like when i stay after six i'm like I still doing here like i'm so tired like you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. but yeah you do get you most of the time you're on like you're on your feet like 9 to 10 11 hours you are standing like you know for a mean? long time and um you don't really have like a lunch break like some some the smart barbers put a little lunch in their in their appointments but like for <laughs> me man like i just i just knock it out i just knock it out yeah, and there's yeah. like little 30 minute gaps yeah, you know what i mean i'll just you know, I'm, I'm lucky I got a subway and a Safeway like right next to my <laughs> yeah. thing. I can just run over to the deli real quick. Starbucks just, is right there. Then Starbucks too. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I've been drinking Starbucks <laughs> like a lot since I quit drinking. <laughs> but um, coffee over alcohol sounds <laughs> good hey, to me. Yeah, that productive <laughs> juice. <Caffeine> over. <laughs> but yeah, man, there's times where like I crash and like you just want to sit down and, and stuff like that. But the best feeling ever as a barber is like, man, like you get home. And you get to take off your socks and just sit down. Just kick it. And let your feet kind of just breathe. Because <laughs> you're just, <laughs> you know, you're in the same, you're just walking around, oh, like, no, all no. day, like, standing and just walking and just, like, you know, got hair all over your socks. And just, oh, God. <laughs> like, weird clothes. Yeah. So it's, like, really nice to kind of just, like, decompress and kind of just, like, sit down. It, like, feels really good. So going back to, um, you know how you in on this, uh, kind of, you got this morning schedule, can you walk through like what is your like hour to hour time like so from like when you first wake up to like right before you get to the shop what is this now like your consistent morning routine that you got going on my current consistent routine is um the first alarm goes off at like four and i usually snooze that thing until like four thirty. you know so because after snoozing. the first one it's like after after the first one it's like okay i'm going back i'm gonna close my eyes real it's quick just to get you conscious yeah kind of like <laughs> get my mind woke just a little bit and then the second one's like all right cool i'm up mm. but like um yeah i get up i usually try to get out of bed at like 4 35 o'clock right mm. and um at least i just need like at least an hour of of a workout and i don't i'm like out of this i used to be like this dude that wanted to like get super big and gain weight and mm-hmm. <laughs> i feel like god just blessed me with an athletic body body structure and body type so i just try to like run with that now so i just go in mm. do like a light workout i go shoot around and stuff like that mm-hmm. you know therapy yes therapy yeah i put my headphones in i just shoot around but like yeah i'm at the gym from like 
five to six or five thirty to six six thirty and like if I have a seven seven AM appointment I just either go straight from the gym to work or I'll just go home and like, you know, shower real quick and I go straight to the to the barbershop. And then if I'm able to get Starbucks or like a little breakfast, I'll do that. And then yeah, and I try to knock everything out and then uh, be done with my day by like four or five o'clock. Mm. So you know how Hoopers have like a pregame routine? Do you have like a pre like when you're at the shop, do you have like a pre like work routine going on or anything like that? I don't know. Yeah, I do actually. Something. I do. <laughs> uh, I walk in, turn on, you know, just. I think that's what's really nice with me going in mm. at seven a.m. because I'm the first one there, right? Yeah. I get to kind of like kind of like set. The There's no noise. Yeah, I get to set yeah, the tone my own yeah. way, and you know, and uh, if there's some things that the other barbers miss closing the night before i get to kind of like you know just kind of like touch that cover up cover it up yeah but yeah man just like make my hot towels for everyone you know and like full towels but it's really like the music that i really kind of like sets my tone like yeah turn on the music turn on all the tvs you know make sure i get all my stuff like plugged in and just like charged and ready to go because the worst feeling is in the middle of a haircut and like your favorite clipper starts blinking that's about to freaking die you're oh, just like, oh damn yeah your freaking flow just got effed up but most of the time it's just music and music and there's always and a coffee. good playlist in that shop you know no, yeah, hey shout out selection um yeah. selection radio is what we usually play a <laughs> hey. lot there so like uh real like timeless music like old school like new discovered mm. like producers and artists you know what i mean so it's really like chill i try to keep it like family friendly in there you know but we do try to turn it up sometimes like if there's no kids yeah yeah when the kids aren't there get the cussing on (laughs) (laughs) are are you good with handling kids like i know sometimes they can be he has a kid i'm sure he is in in the barber chair Uh, yeah well you got to set rules like before you even start cutting the kid right really so the parents will come in and be like I want to give my kid a mid ball fade with a lineup and you know super drop in the back and stuff like that straight razor i'm like Yo, your kid's like two years old i'm not giving your kid that haircut <laughs> like yeah. you're asking not for working. an adult haircut for yeah, it. Kid barely got in. He's yeah. growing. <laughs> you gotta it really depends i will cut any kind of kid any kid any age right it, it all depends on like how well they're gonna sit how well they sit is kind of the type of haircut they're gonna get if your kid's just screaming i had this Buzz barber, cut. yeah, <laughs> you guys got to tell him like if he's not gonna sit still, he's not gonna get like a lineup. You know what I mean? So it's like no matter what, I, yeah, it's not happening. Yeah, it's not happening. You know, you can only do the best you can. You know what I mean? And they should. I bet, bro. Yeah, you, it, what bothers me is like the parents are just like either strangling their kid like in a, in a like a hold. I'm like that's not helping. Like, they're <laughs> screaming like for their lives, and and I'm trying it's to and they scary. and they're I'm trying to cut their hair, and you got them in a headlock. It's like. <laughs> It's a position. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. guess I can share this like the story I was cutting over at my uh, my cousin's barbershop up in Auburn, <clears throat> and this kid was literally screaming, "Help me!" <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like cutting him and tortured, like bro, oh, I'm like looking at my cousin. I'm like, "Hey, you gonna help me out here, bro?" I'm looking at the parents and they gonna help me out. Your kid's screaming, like, "Help me! Help me!" <laughs> I'm like, "Dude, the freaking police are gonna come." He like, <laughs> <laughs> gonna come in like, "What's going on?" But I have turned down kids um, who like cry like before I even touch their head. And I'm like, dude, I can't. There's no way. I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not gonna dive in and like not be able to finish it and have them leave with a messed up haircut. You know. Yeah. What I mean? So it's like you gotta let you gotta set those rules. Like for pediatric people. fades. Oh no, yeah, I feel like 
working with kids is probably one of the hardest things. I mean, like, I don't have kids myself, so maybe it'll change up when I have kids, but I just... I can't connect with kids, oh. Loki. Like it's just me neither. They have a mind of their own. Yeah, like, poker face. You gotta just keep that poker face and make sure everything is cool. Yeah. I had one incident where like it fired me up. I think this is the most I've ever been fired up. Is I was cutting this kid and he peed in my chair. <gasps> oh <laughs> hell no! Like I try to keep it in. Oh, I could. But I'm pretty sure everyone could read my face. But I, I, I kept my words in, but it was all over my face, right? Because I'm like cutting yeah, this kid, hates, man. I was, <laughs> oh, I was cutting this kid, and next thing you know, I'm like stepping around, and like you hear that little splat. Yeah. Oh. And I'm like, oh. God. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, I didn't even use my spray bottle. Like, what is that? I look oh, down, and, and I then look you on the, smell it, and then you smell it. I'm just like, bro, and. Wow. The grandma's just there, just like standing there, and I'm like, "You're not gonna do that. You're gonna help me clean up s- this, or no?" But that's crazy. It's like pee and hair on. I finished them real quick. Oh. She grandma Got took him to the bathroom. Man. And I was like, <laughs> man. man, I took all the Lysol wipes as much as I could oh. and just like wiped it all down. Yeah, man. That's How nasty. early in the day was that? Because I'm assuming you have more clients after. Oh man, dude. it was like probably my second to last cut, at least. You know, okay. Yeah. Good thing okay. it wasn't the first, man. Yeah. But it was just like. Now That's when that kid comes in and gets a haircut, I still cut him. I was gonna, you gotta go, go, you gotta use the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> go pee. You sure you Even pee? if you don't have to go pee, go pee. Go pee. Yeah, like, <laughs> light it up with some pads. Yeah, man, like like dog doggy pads yeah. all over the place. Yeah, like, that was probably crazy. my worst kid experience besides yeah. wow. the kid oh, screaming, God. "Help me!" <laughs> have you ever paused the haircut because someone needed to poo? <laughs> <laughs> Pause like halfway. Hey, sorry, I need someone a shit. Take a shit. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I guess. I mean, they didn't really tell me, like, I, I got to go put it. I got to use the restroom, you know, most of the time. Okay. <laughs> have I ever paused in the middle of a haircut for myself to go poo? Yeah, I have to. Yeah, so I guess it goes both ways. Like, yeah. yeah, I feel it. Especially okay. in that morning. You know, you know, you know, your morning routine, you know, it's like, yeah, in the morning you have like a set time, right, where you take a shit, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And it's like, oh, 9 o'clock, I got to go take a shit. Right. Yeah. Sometimes. I mean, before sometimes when I go to the gym and <laughs> and I'm you know sometimes I go to the gym and I haven't used the restroom and I go get my coffee and it's like that 7 a.m. It's like they just walk in. I'm just like, I'll be right with you. Like, <laughs> I go some shit real quick. Or they'll sit down. I'll be like, I'm gonna go uh, use the restroom real quick. You know what I mean? Just like <laughs> there are times where like you know you just, your stomach starts busting and you just can't ignore it. You know what I mean? Tracks. It's better just to go than just continue to cut them and you're just leaking out little farts bro. Just, <laughs> <laughs> not, the, not the biz I feel you. Nah, bro. so being a being a barber do, do you have time for hobbies oh yeah what are your Sometimes, hobbies my hobbies is just trying to stay active i'm really? like a real big sports guy so i watch sports play sports and that's pretty much my hobby you know just discovering new music listening to music just i think that's my hobby is like going to the gym and be able to like get in my own headspace and yeah like shoot hoops and mainly like i get to bring all that together like on my days off like sunday and monday i go i'll go like go hoop with the fellows and stuff like that but i feel like my hobby currently is just like just trying to stay active you know what i mean i feel you where do you see yourself 10 years from now like, years what's that end goal question type beat honestly man i usually try not to like look too far in the future it just like stresses me out but i would like to be 
bro, like to be still here, like so I would like Suave Barbershop to still be in, in the same spot that it's at right now. Of course, I would do want to branch off and like, um, like have opportunities to do other things, you know, mm-hmm. like like branding. I have my own pomade, and I would like to get back to like making merch and stuff like that, and just trying to like just grow the brand okay. of Suave. So you you're barbershop. you like where your shop is right now? You just want to kind of like cut branch, branch off, off yeah. Maybe have like different locations. That that would okay. be like the like. The dream, like the goal. It's not know. multiple locations. Yeah, just not even like just not in Sacramento. Maybe you know my my lady, she's from Houston, Texas. It'll be nice to have like a like my own like location like Houston, Texas. Hey, you know okay. Swap HTX. No, me, uh, me, Aaron, and Keon. We have this like a like a end game type goal. We're, or actually, Kyle too. Though yeah. we're all talking yeah. about it. We're like you know, and like when we're all like uh, maybe twenty years from now, we're all gonna be in the same cul de sac in like Texas. Heck yeah! And we yeah, always yeah, said Texas because yeah, yeah. we're like hey. you know big properties, cheaper prices, you know good food, brisket. H E B right there. You know what I'm saying? H E B. Shout out to H E B. Best one like a supermarket I've ever been to, Like Safeway doesn't compete. So I was like, shout out H T M one time though for real. So yeah, that's what I say. I was like, yeah, that's like our, our like troll, but Loki not troll like in game. Like legit in like twenty ish years, when we're all kind of like a little bit more, like a lot more settled down. You know, we're just gonna have the mass migration yeah. to Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, and that's the thing, dude. I'm glad thing. we have a neighbor barber. Yeah, for real, let's do it. Sabe <laughs> will be down over there. Yeah, I'm down, bro. Send me the location, bro. Let me know what's uh, what's available. Like, yeah, but sure. people are already starting doing that because like a lot of people from like SF have already went to like Texas, you know, because yeah. like you got like well, Tesla Houston's had a, a, lot of, a lot of a lot of lot of lot of stuff had to do with that. Like Tesla moving to Austin, you know, oh. a, lot of, a lot of people from the Bay Area that was working at the Tesla in Fremont. Yep. Mm, yeah, did you yeah, say yeah. Google and Apple too, Al Kyle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some tech companies and oh, maybe Microsoft too. Damn. I don't know if they're Austin's a pretty popping city because now it's already like a college town. You got UT over there. And then with like Tesla and then with just everything that's happening that's like crazy over in California, it makes oh, a lot yeah. of sense for people to come over Texas, you know? So Yeah. The money goes a long way out there. For yeah. sure. Oh yeah. Like Hopefully it stays that way for a little bit. I know, right? I Watch mean, it like twenty years yeah. when you go there. It's just like when it's our turn. <laughs> <laughs> it's already like that right now when we're adulting. Like everything's well, so expensive. It's just like pros and cons wherever you go. Yeah, right? yeah. Like California is right now. It's you're, we're going through all this, but we had the luxury of being in this beautiful freaking weather and being by the ocean yeah. compared to being in Texas, where it's mm. like it's everything is a lot more affordable. But like yeah, moist heat, man. You're just in a sauna like twenty four seven, bro. Like, yeah, facts. Yeah. If like. Uh, if, if like places like San Diego and even like places like, you know, in the Bay, like uh, had the same type of like, I feel like um, cost of living as Texas, it'd be a lot different, obviously. But like, cause like when you think about it, like, you know, California is a really, really nice state. We have such a great diversity throughout the whole state. You know, NorCal is its own thing. You have like the boonies, you have like <laughs> jungly part of NorCal, you have like Beria where you have Half Moon, you have SF, SF. You got like the vineyards, you, yeah, have, you have Napa. We you know? have the, the mountains too, we have Tahoe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and then yeah, you have like the coastal coastal towns like Monterey, mm-hmm. yeah, Hello Nice, and every genre. Yeah, and yeah. if you can't Thanks make it out to Vegas, you can just drive to Reno. Yeah, <laughs> two hours right away. Through. You know. What yeah, I mean? so there's a lot of versatility that comes with being specifically in NorCal. It's just right right now, it's not the most amazing place to be at. But I feel like who knows? Maybe in like 20 years, we stick it out. It's gonna be 
Like, I hope like so. <laughs> right now, it's definitely not, especially cost living wise. But yeah, you know, it may be the next struggle out years. there. It's, it's a struggle, grind, man. But now nah, we hold it down. Do you have Do you have family in Texas? Um. Yeah. I mean, just like my lady's family. That's where she's from. Like mm-hmm. born and raised. So like, all her family's out there. Her mom, her dad, her grandma, and just like all her cousins and stuff live out there. Um. As far as my myself, I just have like my uh my uncles that live in fort worth texas kind of mm-hmm. near like the dallas area fort worth that's where uh number one uh barbecue spot is at they oh really goldies yeah shout out to like goldies. yeehaw yeah. vibes <laughs> hey, it's a move though it's, it's, a, move. A, it's, it's, it's a, a culture man like before like, we go we got to because you went to Houston like like a couple months ago right or i tried to go once or twice a year yeah yeah so I was like saying well, we got to have like a, a week-long texas trip where we just like hit up because like I don't, have you been to texas yeah, twice. Have you been to Texas? No. What part? San Antonio and Houston. I've never yeah. been to San Antonio, but Houston. I've never been to San Antonio because I've been to Houston, obviously, because I used to live in, like, Katy for, like, a couple years. So, but I've never been to San Antonio. I haven't been to Austin. I haven't been to Dallas, you know? So, it'd be nice to kind of go down there, you know, hit up a few, go through a few We got to know, like, what's going to be the spot, you know? See yeah. what the vibe is everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we got to feel it out. Yeah. I've heard a lot <laughs> yeah. of, I've heard a lot <laughs> of good things about San Antonio, so... There's so many like um, travel bloggers now that it makes it so much easier for travelers to visualize what's yeah, out if you've there. You've never been. That's what like a lot of people have been asking me today. Oh, I'm going to Hawaii. Like, you know, any places to go eat? I'm like, just go to YouTube, dude. Mm. <laughs> because there's so many travel bloggers, mm. tra- travel bloggers now. Like, it makes it easier for you to travel somewhere that you've never been. You know what I mean? Because they'll list like top places to go eat or nightlife. That's YouTube yeah, nowadays, bro. <laughs> Everyone's got everything mapped out. I feel like some of those people don't highlight like the bad stuff though. Cause like they could highlight a few good things and make it sound all real good. And when you go there, it's like, yo, 70% of this place is shit. Yeah. You know, but they didn't tell you. <laughs> There's a hood everywhere you go. There is. And, uh, yeah. It uh, don't matter where you are. They'll be, you know. Yeah, you can go to Hawaii <laughs> and you see all the beaches and stuff. But you turn this way, there's like straight ghetto of Hawaii that they don't show you in the magazine. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, this is not what I was thinking. This is a paradise. This is the South Sack of um, Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> That's crazy. Dude, uh, I noticed that you like to rep- represent Sacramento a lot. Oh, so yeah. like all day, baby. No what does sack mean to you? Because like, do do you feel like you're a leader of a community of some sort? I don't say I'm a, like a leader of the community, but an advocate of sack. I would say like I'm a, I'm a I'm a like a legit local for sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was I was born in West Sac, um, grew up like up this way. You know, I went to school yeah. in Rockland, <clears throat> graduated from Rockland. So like, I would say like I've seen Sacramento grow. You know what I mean? And um, I mean, I don't really go out too much now. I know that downtown area mm-hmm. is very thriving and there's things just popping up everywhere. But as far as it's like, just like, if people wanted to come up to me and ask me like, what, what is there to do? You know what I mean? As far as like, that's not like bar hopping scene, you know, I could still kind of like give them the route that I would do if I was like go, to go out and like, you know, bar hop and stuff like that. But as far as like just river, ac- the different river accesses or like different hikes up in Auburn, like, like in Lincoln, you know, like local gems that like a lot of people wouldn't know about, like as far as like activity wise, like I think sure. I can, I can kind of yeah. like, you know, lead you that in that, in that direction. Yeah. I feel like SAC is kind of slept on low key. Cause then like, I feel like a lot of people try to identify like with the Bay area. Cause like, you know, when people think like Bay area, they think there's like a specific culture. But when you think about like SAC's got a whole lot of things that 
has got going too. Cause like, um, I feel like arguably out of the whole like NorCal area, Sac's probably the sweet spot to be at. It's got, really the Texas of California. Yeah, we are in the best spot. I mean, if you can't make it here, you can't make it in California. <laughs> yeah, because like Sac is just kind of like like you know. Um, you got the bay like two hours away. You got Tahoe that way. Insac itself, there's a whole lot of great. If you're not living in Sac, there's a lot of other cities around Sac that would be good to live at. It's got a more than a handful enough amount of like malls, things to do. You got the Sac and American River right there. You yeah. can do a number of things, but people just yeah, don't really. Sure. I mean, just like you say, when you're living in Houston, man, you can drive an hour or two in Houston and you'll still be in Houston. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. Compared to yeah. here, like you drive three hours, you're in Yosemite. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Or you, you drive two hours, you're in Reno or you're in Tahoe. Like, we yeah. have, that's, I think that's what the makes. The versatility yeah, comes like, with being in SAC. You got a lot like, of, it's good for living. An hour or two, you're, you have a different kind of scenery. Yeah. yeah. Like different. Like, you, if you're going towards the bay, you'll be in Napa, right? Which yeah, is yeah. like a whole place in itself. And then you just like an hour or 30 minutes later, you now you're just in the city. You're in like San Rafael. You're in like San Francisco. So like, yeah. that's all within like two hours away. And that's yeah, not including what you can do in SAC, too. So, I don't know. I feel like SAC, you know, we kind of dog in SAC because we've been here for when so long. When we were long. young, we wanted to leave hella bad. Yeah, I remember we, oh, when we were young, we were like, <laughs> yo, yeah. we're going to go to, like, going to LA. <laughs> we're going to Area. We're going to go to Irvine. We're going to UCI. Yeah, yeah. But then yep. it's now it's like, low-key, out of all the places in California, I think I'd yeah, stay this here. Is it. This yeah, is it. we kind of got it nice over here. So It's only getting better, too. Oh yeah, it's true. It's, it's getting finally, more and more convenient. Finally, all the like hot boba spots and restaurants are like yeah. making their way. Here. Yeah, people yeah. used to be like the great you know? boba spots are like in like El Grove or they're in like SF, but everything's coming here now because yeah. the people from SF are literally coming here too. Sack, it's it's gonna be the golden mecca in a few years, Ooh. and it's only getting better too, especially with like the whole sports stuff. You know, the Kings oh, yeah. are doing really good. Finally. We're relevant now, so and then, like oh, yeah. soccer and just like. The river cats you know we have stuff here you know that to entertain us you know it's just you got to be open-minded to explore those type of things you know what i mean because i've seen and like talked to so many other clients that are like sex sucks there ain't, there ain't shit to do here i'm like well, well, what do you do <laughs> what you what have you done kid me would probably say that not gonna lie but you know i i appreciate architecture yeah. have you seen the Folsom mansions no i see I haven't. They have those. They have those. That's like my favorite spot. Really? See, I don't really. The only place I go in Folsom is to go visit my girl or go to Folsom Lake. You got the Palladio. Mm -hmm. You got all the beautiful houses around there. If you just want to motivate yourself, go drive up those windy hills and shit, and that'll motivate you. You get inspired. It's like Granite Bay, except the houses are newer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, and you got more hills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the energy makes you want to like self improve. Mm -hmm. That's just how what I get from that. Yeah. So I I love Folsom. That's what's up, Folsom. Yeah, I've never really driven up that in that direction. Dude, you should. It's hella should. pretty. Like it, the houses are big and yep. almost Lots, villainous. A lot of development <laughs> out there too. So it's like you know how Roseville has grown so much. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. Over there. Except yeah. a lot more expensive. More expensive, yes, but, <laughs> but a lot. Honestly, not, it is nicer than Roseville. I mean, you got the lake there. I mean, if you mm. have a boat or something, you you're occupied all yeah, summer. Yeah, we have a whole lake that's like 15, 20 minutes from us, you know, and it's not empty anymore. Lake. You can actually I use know. it. <laughs> For real, though. No. Um, you've been going to a lot of Kings games this year, right? I've been to a handful. I went to my first playoff game. Uh, this year, game one of the Warriors and uh, Kings series. Oh, yeah. You seen anything crazy? Dude, I saw these people puking trulies. I was like, 
Trulies do that to you? <laughs> I was like, what? No, I, was, I didn't see anything crazy, but just the energy was super crazy. You know what I mean? To me, just like you're talking about like 16 years of built up energy in one freaking stadium. It was like insane. But as far as like people throwing up, and so I, I didn't really see that. <laughs> it, it just feels good that we're relevant again in terms of sports, right? Yeah. It's like a moral, moral victory. As the city needed this. I think the city needed <laughs> the beam. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the, the mean, city needed the, the beam, beam to win. Bro. Yeah, bro. Like, now we have a yeah. landmark. We yeah. have a landmark. <laughs> yeah, I remember driving home from like what Red Eighty Eight. We're like, can we see the beam? <laughs> it's like the Eiffel Tower in Sacramento. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the beam changed. The beam I feel like ever since we got the beam, bro, it was good. I know yeah. it's like motivation all the time. No, I remember I took screenshots just so I can remember. I remember I was looking through the comments uh, when they first started posting about the beam, yeah. and then people were like, "Oh, it's only gonna be lit like five times a year." And people go, like, oh, yeah, we're only going to see this 20 times this year. So I was like, oh, look at all these people that thought, oh, like, yeah, yeah. see me baby. another, yeah. And next thing you know, it pops off. But hey, shout out to the Kings. Shout yeah, out to man, Sacramento. one year at a time, though, you know what I mean? <laughs> I feel you. Have you ever cut any celebrities before? I've never cut, like, a celebrity. I guess the, <laughs> I guess the closest celebrity I can cut is, um, I can say I cut was uh, John Cena's stunt double. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay, that's something. Yeah. I swear you mentioned you cut like D tricks. No, nah, I never cut D tricks. Oh really? Yeah, I never said. Is that. he still living <laughs> here? He's All I know is he's from Wood Creek, right? I guess. I guess you can say somebody in the dance community that I've cut was Subin. Subin from Quest Crew. Oh, the he's, crazy hair guy. Yeah, he's 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 from this area. You know? J-Mocac, Remocac, any of them? I cut J-Mo too, so I guess. Oh, see, I don't really- That's some classic YouTuber shit. Yeah, they were famous yeah, yeah. in like, they are famous back are in the day from in the here? Asian. Yeah. Yeah, they're Shoot. all Roseville they're locals. Sixes, bro. Really? Yeah. yeah. Subin's from Hawaii, and then J-Mo's from, from Roseville. But- That's crazy. That's crazy, because you guys talk about like them being like celebrities. Like to me, those are just like the homies, you know? That's but, crazy. There yeah. were a lot of people's- uh, Those are the YouTube faces we saw back mm -hmm. in the day. All right, so we're about to wrap up. I just want to ask you one more thing. When are we going to expect your content to like blossom out soon? Because I'm here for it. Yo, this today's experience actually like inspired me to like really hop on. Like I said, with this whole lifestyle change, man, like <laughs> with this whole lifestyle change up, bro, like, like I was like kind of messed up before I like really like mentally, you know what I mean? So yeah. I had no, yeah, like I locked in. Yeah, now that I'm locked in and I, you know, more focused and this whole lifestyle change, like I'm really just gonna start like putting into action the things that I've said that I'm gonna do. You know what I mean? Thanks, so, thanks. especially thanks for having me on this episode for hey, sure because like now I'm like even more motivated and inspired to get my thing going, man. Of course. So stay tuned to a Swap Experience, man. It's, hey, it's everyone, follow that Instagram Swap Experience. Yeah, tap in. I feel it. So this is our first, you know. This is a first big guest for me, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate it. So uh, follow Andrew on uh, we got the Instagram experience. links below. He has yeah. the Suave Barbershop and the Suave Experience. And then uh, what's that website? Uh, that booking website where you book stuff? You book haircuts? Squarest <laughs> <laughs> ways. No, I just got uh, suavebarbershop.com is where we uh, do all our online booking. Yeah, 916, you need a haircut. 
That's why I got you. Yeah. He cussed damn near all my friends, dude. <laughs> we got the whole... Hey, shout out K.O., man. We for got the whole friend group. Over here, man. <laughs> we got the whole no, friend group. There is not, like, I haven't been there one time lately where I haven't seen someone I know. I think the funniest thing I for real I, yeah I think the funniest thing was when I was there and then I saw Dom there I was like I didn't know, even know Dom cut got cut over here so I was like yo everyone's here the nice I Kyle like twice I seen you like three times over the show yeah, that's funny yeah I see Yvonne there <laughs> hey before we we like end this episode real quick like why didn't y'all tell me that there was twins because when I first started <laughs> <coming> <laughs> to Aaron bro <laughs> you almost gave him a mullet huh <laughs> <laughs> when Aaron came in bro and like three days later or four days later Austin books an appointment. I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> like, did you go somewhere and like and have your haircut changed? Like, did I do something wrong? For a second? Oh. <laughs> like, this is the haircut. Like, I know you're like, like, pumped right now. You yeah, yeah. coming back already? Warning that there was a freaking twin, bro. That's so funny. That's funny. Like shit, you ain't balding anytime soon. <laughs> I wish I had a twin. I'd love to play games like that. That's so funny. That shit trip me out, bro. Like, I was like, okay, there's you come back. Okay, twins. It's all right. I feel it. And I don't think no, actually, we've been there at the same time for a few, a few times, like at the very beginning. But other than that, I don't think we've been in there at the same time. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Lately, you guys been coming in with your girlfriends and shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you brought Kai. He brought Christine because she wanted to check out. Kai wanted to check out too. I'm like, okay, you just you you're just gonna be dead. Yeah. And she's there. She's like, oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Your your brother brings in his girl. I'm like, and then you bring in your girl. I'm like, what is this? Bring your girl to barbershop day. Bring my girlfriend to work. Just get the. I just thought it was hilarious. I remember one day I went to the barbershop hella early one time and I was like, I'm gonna go hella early so I don't have to see anyone I know. And then Austin's waiting in the parking lot. Right <laughs> You're gonna see his Mustang over there. Yeah, you know, I like, was like, what the hell? The reason I go early, cause I usually schedule my cuts. Af- so I work night shift, right? So yeah, I usually schedule yeah. my cuts after work. So I'll go there and I'll just sleep <laughs> like in the yeah, hour. No, I, I that's my strategy. Yeah, yeah, I'm always <laughs> sleeping. Like I'm, I'll, I'll talk for a little bit, but then my mind just starts to go blank and I'm just like, I can't stay awake, but that's my stride. Like I'm already awake in the morning. I might as well just go straight and get my hair cut. Yeah, as well. There are times where you were like, I know I feel it too. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta. You ever be like, oh, oh, oh god. No, yeah. I, I sense it too. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm like, oh, my, head's, my head's drifting, man. I gotta. <laughs> you ever had to wake people up? Oh, dude, all the time. Like there's certain parts I don't mind like you nodding off and stuff like that, but there's certain times where like I need you to have your head straight, right? Just slap their <laughs> neck, bro, like. Would you ever consider like barber pranks? Uh, I do sometimes. I mainly just do it with the other barbers, but like, it's gotta be somebody like I'm really comfortable with. You know what I mean? Like this I whole you. touching the lip thing or oh, like, <laughs> like, like, like if I. <laughs> Like, if I did that to, like, a regular client, yeah, that's probably the, the last book? time I'm ever going to see him. You know what I mean? I better get a really good attorney or something. He's probably going to take me to the court for some kind of thing. Maybe, maybe, maybe you get lucky and it's their sense of humor. Just because yeah. of that, they sent all their friends over. I feel like the last time you play with fire, bro. You play with fire. Yeah, it's me and, like, the homies I, I would feel comfortable messing around with. But, like, a fresh first-time client, man, for me to, like... <laughs> to pull some shit like Dude, that. Dude, I was That'd thinking of a. I want you to do this to my friend. I'm not gonna say it because it'll happen one day. It better not Whoa. be me. No, no, no. But like, <laughs> I, like, I'm, I'm gonna pay you because I don't want to wait waste your time. But like, 
If I paid you to do a five-hour haircut for someone, <laughs> damn, damn. Like, yeah. you better give me five hours worth of money, bro. It's got to be someone who's like really passive who won't say anything at all. I, I was like, uh, I know who it is. <laughs> we just got to prank that guy. Hey, hey I'm That would be hella funny. Like, have you ever heard of that? Like, just I, a five haven't. Hour I haven't seen that either. So, You got to commit. Like to that, we're gonna do like a time like, lapse for like Pharaoh on that. Time lapse. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> hide a camera and like, like one guideline per hour. That's go crazy. <laughs> that would be freaking crazy. <laughs> yeah, they probably want to fight. It's me never be, it's never been <laughs> done. So I'll put you on the won't. sauce. He, he's not capable. He's too passive. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> he's, he won't do shit. That's crazy. <laughs> That's hella funny. I'll be down. Though. I'll be down. In the future. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Okay, guys. Thank you for watching this episode of Sippin' News. Follow these guys on uh, Instagram. Thank you, Andrew, for being on the podcast. Yes, sir. And, uh, thanks anything? for having me. Last words to say? No, man. Just thanks for having me tonight, guys. You guys have been, you guys have been great. So, yes, sir. Glad to have Cheers. you, bro. All right. This is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. And if you're on YouTube, like, comment, and subscribe. Sip a news out. Have a good day, y'all. Hey, we out here. Hey.